Welcome to Schoolyard Sports Lane Frank Podcast. I'm the host of this podcast, Lane Frank. Today, episode two, we're going to be talking a lot about football as the NFL and college football started this week and so much more as every major sport is now in play. Let's get to it. Let's start off with our headlines as it was a crazy week of football in both NFL and college. Cam, let's go down to the Patriots first with Cam Newton as they won their first game of the season as Cam Newton had two rushing touchdowns to beat the Dolphins in their first game of the season. The Patriots are off to a 1-0 record with Cam Newton as their starter. As for Tom Brady down Tampa Bay, his first game without Bill Belichick and the Patriots in his whole entire career did not go as planned as they lost the game. He threw two interceptions and one pick six. Head coach Bruce Arians of the Buccaneers said he didn't expect that to happen as Tom Brady was firing on all cylinders in practice that week, but not in the game at all. The Saints' defense was too much for him. Hopefully the Bucs can do well next week. Now the Jacksonville Jaguars, the projected worst team in the NFL this season, beat the Colts on Sunday. I predicted them to beat the Colts. Nobody believed me, but they did. And Minshew Mania, the Gardner Minshew is back, and they're absolutely, uh, they might have a good season, they might not, but that was definitely a good starting point for them this season. The Jaguars, I hope they can do well this season, but they won week one, and nobody expected them to. The Washington football team got their first win in franchise history against the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, technically first franchise win for the football team, not for the uh, Redskins or anything like that, because they did change their name this offseason. But they beat the Eagles, and I did not think they would beat the Eagles. The Eagles got off to a fast start against them, uh, going up 14 to nothing, 10 nothing. But then the Washington football team came back and won in Ron Rivera's first game as a Washington football team coach. That's good for the Washington football team that they won their first game. Mike D'Antoni, the head coach of the Houston Rockets, has decided that he will leave the Rockets this offseason and pursue another coaching job somewhere else. And two big upsets in college football happened this week between Louisiana Raging Cajuns beat number 14 team in the nation, Iowa State. That was a huge upset, I think, in my opinion. That was crazy that they won. So that's good for Louisiana, and they're in the top 25 this week. But that wasn't the only upset. Arkansas State beat Kansas State. It was a very close game. They, um, Kansas State had a chance to win it then. They couldn't get it. But... Arkansas State, they look, it looked like they were going to get demolished at first. As on the first drive, they some special teams miscues. Kansas State blocked their first punt on their first drive. So many people, I've, even I thought it would be a blowout. I still predicted that the Arkansas State would win before the game, and they won. So that was good for me. And Arkansas State, Blake Anderson is their head coach. And Louisiana are now off to a, two, a 1-0 start. And those are the two biggest upsets of college football. Again, Schoolyard Sports Game Day. New segment where I predict every NFL game for the upcoming week. Let's get right into it. The first game, Thursday night football between the Browns and the Bengals. The Bengals almost won their first game of the season, but then Randy Bullock, he got hurt then. He missed the kick, but the Bengals lost their first game of the season. I think the Browns did too, but the Bengals a little bit of an inexperienced team with Joe Burrow at quarterback. I think the Browns edged the Bengals in this one. Next game, we have Giants-Bears. Giants lost Monday night football on Monday. I think they won't bounce back in this game. It's in Chicago. The Bears had an amazing fourth quarter against the Lions, having an amazing comeback and won that game. I think the Bears are not, maybe have some momentum. I have the Bears win that one. Next game, Falcons-Cowboys. Many Cowboys fans expressed their um, they expressed their disbelief in the last game as they thought it was pass- they wasn't passing interference on Michael Gallup. If it wasn't, they probably would have won that game uh, with a field goal or something. But I still have the Falcons winning this one. I think Matt Ryan, he can get the job done. He had a pretty good game last week at the end, but they lost to the Seahawks still. I, th- I have the Falcons edging the Cowboys in this one also. Lions-Packers. 
Packers are firing on all cylinders in their first game. Lions not so much blowing out a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter. I have the Packers winning this one by a lot. Next one, Jaguars-Titans. The Jaguars obviously beating the Colts. How about them Jaguars? Minshew Mania has returned. I have the Jaguars defeating the Titans in this one. Even though the Titans, they're projected to be a pretty good team this year, and they won a Monday Night Football against the Broncos, uh, the Jaguars winning this one, and Minshew Mania has returned with Gardner Minshew, and I think he can lead them to maybe the playoffs, but I think they will win this game. Next game, Vikings-Colts. The Vikings, they came off of a hard loss to the Packers. The Colts came off a terrible loss to the Jaguars. I have the Vikings edging the Colts in this one, but I think it could be a close game. Kirk Cousins, I think, is the deciding factor with them. Adam Thielen and the Vikings defense, I think, can get it done. So I think they, I have them being the Colts with the inconsistency of Phillip Rivers at quarterback for the Colts. Next one, Bills-Dolphins. The Bills had an amazing first game in most people's eyes. The kicker missed a couple kicks. I think they need to work on that. I think Josh Allen fumbled the ball too much. He fumbled the ball twice. I think they also need to work on that. But if he can work, if they can fix those miscues, turn into that, the defense can definitely hold it down for them. They won't blow that game for them. So I have the Bills in this one. If Josh Allen won't fumble and the kicker makes some kicks, I think yeah, the Bills will definitely win this one. So I have the Bills in this one around 27-10. to 10. Next one, 49ers-Jets. The 49ers got upset by the Cardinals last week in an astonishing fashion against the Cardinals. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins' first game. I think the 49ers bounce back. Because, I mean, it's the Jets they're playing. It's not the Patriots, not the Seahawks, not the Ravens, it's not the Chiefs. It's not everyone. It's not anyone big. I think the Jets, it's a bit of a rebuilding year for them. So I have the 49ers taking this one, the runner-ups from last season. Rams-Eagles, this is a tough one. I think the Eagles win this one just because the Rams have to take a trip out to the East Coast to play the Eagles. I mean, that is probably a big effect. If the Eagles, they have a couple of injuries, I hope they can do well. But Carson Wentz, I think he can get the job done. Jared Goff, I mean, he can probably have a good game, but I think the Eagles do get the job done in this game. Next one, we have Ravens-Texans, probably the biggest game of the week. I think last year this matchup, it was pretty much a blowout. The Ravens won by a lot. I don't think so this year. I think Deshaun Watson will have a pretty good game. Same with Lamar Jackson. I do still think the Ravens will win this one, but very close. Last one, we have Saints-Raiders. Uh, the first game in the new stadium for the Las Vegas Raiders, first game at home for the Las uh, Vegas Raiders franchise history. So I have the Raiders losing this one. The Saints, they're an absolute powerhouse this season. Michael Thomas having a lackluster game um, last week was pretty concerning to me, but I think they have so much talent on that team. I think they can get the job done and beat the Raiders in the first game in Las Vegas. That's it for the Scullyard Sports game day this week. Uh, those are my predictions. We'll come back next week and see if they're correct. Let's go on top five. Today's top five. Top five takeaways from week one of the 2020 NFL season. Let's get into it. At number five, I have the Jaguars. The Jaguars aren't that bad this season. I think they can maybe even make the playoffs. That's pretty doubtful, but I think they can win at least six games, seven, eight, how many it might be. If they don't, then they could get maybe get four wins, but I definitely do not think they will be the worst team in the NFL this season, and they proved that against the Colts last week. Number four, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They were very disappointing. Tom Brady did not had a pretty lackluster game, throwing two interceptions, one being a pick six. So that was pretty big for them. I think that's one of the reasons why they lost that game. It was against a powerhouse like the Saints. This week they'll play a, a pretty good team also. But I think the Bucks can get um, if they can get on the roll, then that's good. But that was one takeaway from Week 01 of the 2020 NFL season. So the Bucks are a bit lackluster. Number three, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins for the Cardinals works. That duo is perfect. They did, they did really well together. They beat the 49ers, the runner-up, 
lot from last season. Gets a really good defense. The 49ers maybe have the best defense in the NFL, some could argue. And they did absolutely outstanding. They had pretty good, a big touchdown, uh, 60 yards, I think it was. So that was big for them. I think that is one big thing from week one. Number two, we have Baker Mayfield and Odell struggling. Uh, Odell had an absolutely horrible game in week one. Baker Mayfield, too. I think they both need to get back on track against the Bengals on Thursday Night Football. If they can do that, maybe the critics will stop talking about them so much. Stop hitting them. But I think the Browns definitely need to figure something out. And at number one, we have the Patriots. Bill Belichick's team, not Tom Brady's team anymore. The team Tom Brady left, and they signed Cam Newton this offseason. Cam Newton was absolutely outstanding for them this week against the Dolphins. He had two rushing touchdowns. And that pretty much hasn't happened for the Patriots in years. I think it was 1977, the last time a quarterback ran for that many yards, that many touchdowns for the Patriots. So that was, I think the Patriots can have a really good season this year, maybe even better from the Buccaneers after what we saw from the Buccaneers in week one. But I think the Patriots definitely had a good game last week. And that's why they're at number one, top five takeaways from week one. Let's move on to our Did You Know segment now. Did you know that David Ortiz placed third in uh, mayor in Boston one year? That is absolutely crazy that he was third place for mayor one year in Boston. What would have happened if he placed first? He probably would have gave the uh, job to someone else. Obviously, he wouldn't want to be mayor of Boston. But it was the most write-in votes ever for mayor history for Boston. That was absolutely crazy. Did you know that? If you did, leave that in the comment section. The era is over for the Houston Rockets. Just like the Philadelphia 76ers era was over, as it did in the last episode. But this one, the Rockets era is now over, as Mike D'Antoni has officially announced he will be leaving the Rockets, not be returning. I think they're probably going to have to trade Russell Westbrook and James Harden. So let's get into it. Mike D'Antoni literally changed James Harden's career. He was not like a shoot-only player that did not play defense that much. I wonder if his play style will change since Mike D'Antoni is now um, left, or it will just stay the same because that's who he is now. But... They got Chris Paul one season. Okay. They got to the Western Conference Finals that season, and they were probably called t- uh, potential title contenders. And the series was 3-2 um, Rockets in that series. They were just one game away from winning the series. Chris Paul got hurt in Game 6. He didn't play. The Warriors tied up the series 3-3. Then Chris Paul was announced he would not be playing in Game 7, and the Rockets lost that game. I do believe if Chris Paul played in those two games, they would have made the finals, and they would have won that year against the Cavs, the 2018 Cavs, one of the worst teams ever to make the finals. I do think the Rockets would have gone their first title, and none of this would have ever happened, but that didn't happen. Then, they it was next season. They didn't have a great season. They, uh, the second season, they lost in the second round to the Warriors, and it was pretty much nobody was happy. It was kind of a lackluster season for them. So then they went out and traded Chris Paul, for Russell Westbrook, and they also traded a couple first-round picks. That pretty much gave them title contenders. So it's this season now, and there are many issues this season. As in the first game, James Harden and Russell Westbrook got in a bit of an argument. They had big uh, chemistry issues, I think. That's one of the reasons why they did not poorly this season, but a bit lackluster. So then it's the middle of the season. They have a pretty good record. They decided to trade Clint Capella, pretty much their, one of their only big men. And they get Robert Covington and a couple other players. But that was not a good deal for them. They have no big men now. That's pretty much the story of the Rockets season this year. No big men. Smallest lineup ever, pretty much. They have six foot six, normally small forward P.J. Tucker now playing center for them. Uh, that was terrible for them. I mean, they did pretty well shooting-wise, but defensive-wise, not at all. They had James Harden doing tip-offs. It was horrible for them. Now the bubble comes. 
in the first, and then right before the bubble, they announced that Russell Westbrook has COVID-19. That didn't affect them that much, but now we're in the bubble. The first one of the first games, they beat the Milwaukee Bucks, and some people think, oh, maybe maybe over the hiatus quarantine, maybe they got a little bit better, fixed some things, chemistry issues. Okay, so they win the first game of the Bucks. That was very surprising. The Bucks are one of the best teams. So then the playoffs come now. But Russell Westbrook is hurt for the playoffs. And in that first series, the Rocks go up 2-0 to against the Thunder. Then the Thunder come back. It's 2-2. to And then the Russell Westbrook comes back for game uh, game six and becomes 3-2 to Rockets. And everyone's saying, oh, the Thunder are done now. But in game six, Russell Westbrook absolutely blew the game for them, getting a turnover at then. They probably could have maybe tied the game, won the game if he didn't get that turnover. So many people are thinking that's uh, why they probably lost that game. So the chemistry issues, obviously. The series tied now 3-3. Game 7 comes. Very intense game. It comes down to the last second. Danilo Gallinari missed a couple of clutch free throws at the end. If he made those, maybe, you know, who, uh, who knows, maybe they could be advancing the next round, not the Rockets. But the Rockets did end up winning that game. Very close game as James Harden got a game-winning block against Luja and Stewart. So that's pretty much why they won that uh, game in that series. But it's a hard-fought series. Maybe Russell Westbrook blew game six for them. Maybe he didn't. But now, second round, it's against the Lakers, the number one seed. And they win the first game. They absolutely demolished the Lakers in the first game of that series. And many people think, oh, the Rockets can maybe win the series. No, no, no. The Lakers were firing an all-cylinders for the next three games. It's 3-1 to one now in the series. The Lakers end up winning the next game, winning the series, ending the Rockets' season for the second straight season, losing in the second round. But, I mean, the Rockets, I think they had many problems this off this season. There's going to be a couple things this offseason that are going to change. As Mike D'Antoni has already announced, he will not be coming back uh, next season to coach the Rockets. As And their rival, uh, Oklahoma State Thunder, also announced that Billy Donovan won't be coming back to coach them. But I think the Rockets, they need a new change of scenery, maybe trade Russell Westbrook. I think they need a big man desperately. I think one trade package they could get for Russell Westbrook as, uh, to the Bucks maybe. Giannis Antetokounmpo has already expressed he wants to get uh, more star players to uh, Milwaukee. I think they could get three first-round picks from Milwaukee, Brooke Lopez and Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe also might be traded this offseason. They get a good big man, Brooke Lopez. It's very, that could be good for them. Three first-round picks, obviously. Eric Bledsoe, another good point guard. I think that is probably the best possible trade option for the uh, Rockets. Good for the Bucks. also. Russell Westbrook being in a Bucks uniform for the next season. I doubt that will happen. If it does, that will be a huge trade. I hope that does happen. I think that's one of the best options the Rockets have in trading Russell Westbrook. But it's going to be a pretty crazy offseason. And the era is over. The Mike D'Antoni era is over. Maybe the Russell Westbrook-James Harden era is over. So that's basically how the offseason might happen. That's what happened in the era of the Mike D'Antoni-Westbrook era. Let's move on to MLB now. Robert Pujols has now officially tied uh, Willie Mays. But 660 home runs, they, he's tied Willie Mays, one of the greatest players of all time. He definitely will break that this season, get into the top five for most home runs of all time. And Albert Pujols has had an amazing career, obviously will be in the Hall of Fame. He definitely won't be able to beat the all-time home run record set by Barry Bonds. In other news, the Cubs pitcher Alex Mills threw his second no-hitter this season, as the first no-hitter this season was by the Crosstown rival, Chicago White Sox pitcher. Uh, uh, so that was absolutely crazy. Uh, the two Chicago pitchers have both thrown no, only no hairs this season. Alec Mills threw a no hitter this past week. Congratulations to him. He his first no hair of the, his career and second no hair of the MLB season this year. Next, Pablo Sandoval has signed with the Atlanta Braves. 
Paulo Sandoval, he's a pretty good power hitter. I think that would be good for the Braves. Maybe give them a little bit of uh, help with their playoff push. Obviously, they can maybe do well in the playoffs, get to the World Series, and that's what they're trying to do with their club. I mean, hopefully, they can get to the World Series. And at least the last team to do that in the least was obviously the Washington Nationals last season winning the World Series. And then before that, the New York Mets in 2015. So I think the Atlanta Braves definitely have a shot to make a World Series, and I think Pablo Sandoval can help them get there. Move on to college football now. This was an action-packed week of college football last week, as there were a couple upsets. Obviously, Louisiana Raging Cajuns being Iowa State, the ranked team. That was an amazing upset. They won by uh, they won 31 to 14, a pretty big win also. So I think that was good for the Raging Cajuns. They are now in the top 25. And the top, AP top 25 poll this week is absolutely crazy. If you told me that Louisiana would be ranked in the top 25 in just the second week of the season and Tennessee would be ranked number 15 for the second week of the AP poll. I would never believe you, but it is 2020. Crazy things happen, and obviously not that many teams played last week, but they had to come out with an AP poll, and they put those teams in it. Army is also ranked, but in another big upset last week was Arkansas State being Kansas State. That was a pretty big game. It was a close game. It was well, many lead changes. Arkansas State ended up beating Kansas State, edging them right at the end. So Arkansas State, Blake Anderson, their head coach, they obviously are going to have a good season this year, and that was a great one for them. Let's move on to our Week 2 predictions for the college football season, as there are a couple pretty good games. The first game, Syracuse-Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is ranked in the top 25, but I think Syracuse with Tommy DeVito as their quarterback, I think they can edge Pittsburgh by a little bit. I might be a little bit wrong there, but I think Syracuse can get the job done against Pittsburgh. Next, we have Houston-Baylor, one of the biggest games of the week. Barring no cancellation of the game, Baylor having an amazing season last year. They'll obviously lose their coach, Matt Rule, to the NFL to coach the Panthers. I think Baylor will get the job done against Houston. Houston obviously losing their quarterback, De'Aaron King, in Miami. He transferred there. Miami's doing pretty well with De'Aaron King. But I do have Baylor edging Houston in this one. Now the last game, the biggest game of the week, Miami versus Louisville. Miami had a huge game with De'Aaron King. They won by a little bit. And Louisville, obviously they're ranked in the top 20. So I think it's going to be a crazy game, close game. But I do have Miami beating Louisville at the end. It's going to be coming down to the last possession. I think the score will be 27 to 26, Miami beating Louisville. It's going to be a very close game. It could go either way. We'll have to see. But I do have Miami in this one. Let's move on to another new segment called What Lane Would I Take? It's about what my choice would be. And this week's choice is would I wear a face shield or a face mask? Sean McVay, obviously, uh, the NFL had to send out a memo to most of the teams saying you have to wear your mask no matter what. It can't be, like, on your chin or anything. Sean McVay said that was pointed at him. And, obviously, Thursday Night Football, there's a bunch of people making memes out of it and other funny things. But Andy Reid wore a face shield. Obviously, it fogged up a bunch. I think that was just because of the Kansas City weather and a bunch of other things. I think that was a bad decision of him to wear a face shield. Sean McVay said he uh, was going to wear a face shield. Same with John Harbaugh but they didn't. Sean McVay obviously got in trouble for not wearing his uh, face mask fully. But what would I do? I would probably use a face mask. It is a bit annoying, but I would definitely take a face mask over a face shield. Obviously, face shield, you have to, uh, it fogs up a bit. You can't see as much. Uh, so I'd take face mask over face shield because you can see better, obviously. Face mask definitely over face shield is what I would do if I was an NFL coach. Let's move over to the NBA now, as the Heat-Celtics series in the Eastern Conference Finals is definitely going to be a good one, I think. It's going to be a close battle. 
between Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, and Bam Adebayo obviously need to step up. They've, they had pretty good series in the last one. Jalen Brown obviously had a good series. They all need to step up, have great games because it's two great teams. Great, uh, I think it'll, some games will be high scoring, some games will be low scoring. But I do think the Celtics will beat the Heat in this series 4-2. They'll advance to the finals, and it's going to be a close series, obviously. I think the Celtics definitely are the, one of the best teams in the NBA, not, uh, one of the most talented teams in the NBA. So the Celtics, they will advance to the finals in my prediction. But it's going to be a close series, as I said. I think the Heat, they, uh, Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, if they can step up, those two, have, I think Jimmy Butler needs to drop 40 points in at least one game. Tyler Hero needs to drop 30 for them to at least have a chance. But in my opinion, I think the Celtics will make the finals. The Lakers-Nuggets series in the Western Conference Finals is going to be a really intense one, I think. But I think it will be Battle of the Bigs, uh, Nikola Jokic and Anthony Davis. I think they don't have that many guys who can surround LeBron James. Obviously, Jamal Murray can't. Nikola Jokic, he's maybe not as athletic, doesn't, uh, can't match up to LeBron. So my prediction is that the Lakers will win this series 4-1 to over the Nuggets. Nuggets' illustrious uh, run to the Western Conference Finals has come to an end. So I do have them losing to the Lakers, and the Lakers will be advancing to the finals to play the Celtics. Now, the second we did last week, this or that, it's not about players this time, it's about teams and who will have the better record this season. Let's get right into it. The Buccaneers, the Patriots, who will have the better season. Patriots obviously are off to a better start. They have their 1-0 record. The Buccaneers have an 0-1 record. But I do think the Buccaneers will have a better season this year. I think they can go maybe 11-5, and and the Patriots will maybe go 9-7, something like that. But I think the Bucs will have a better record this season. Next one, we have 49ers-Cardinals. 49ers, close. The Cardinals beat them uh, 49ers in week one. Uh, I think the Cardinals are also going to have a great season. I think the Cardinals will go 11-5, but I think the 49ers will go 12-4. Next, we have Bills-Rams. This is the closest one, but I have the Bills in this one. I think the Bills will go 10-6. I think the Rams will go 9-7. It's going to be really close, I think. But the Bills, I think they can definitely make the playoffs. The Rams, they're one of the best divisions in the NFL now with the Cardinals, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, and um, the Seahawks in that division, 49ers. So the Rams, obviously, I don't think they can make the playoffs this year, maybe next year. But I do have the Bills making the playoffs, and I think they will have a better record this season. Thank you for watching the Schoolyard Sports Lane Frank podcast. It was a great episode today. Subscribe on all podcast platforms. Follow the Schoolyard Sports Instagram and follow the Schoolyard Sports Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review.